Hello, my sexy listeners, and welcome to the Forbidden Fruit. I'm Michelle, your host and guide on this journey through a fulfilling and healthy sexual journey. This podcast is a platform where we have a place to feel comfortable discussing the things that make us uncomfortable. A forum where we discuss the unnatural stigmas surrounding sex and the human body in a fun, healthy, natural way. Each episode, we will discuss the uncomfortable and sexy topic of sex and everything that it surrounds. We're going to have fun. We're going to share thoughts. We're going to learn together and get comfortable on one topic that makes us uncomfortable. So buckle up because we're about to embark on a journey of discovery, growth, and passion. Welcome back to another episode of The Forbidden Fruit. I'm your host, Michelle, and today we have a returning guest. Her name is Robin Caven with Your Integrative Nutrition Health Coach. Robin is a passionate advocate for holistic health and wellness, and she brings a wealth of knowledge and experience to the table as a dietitian. She has dedicated her career to helping individuals achieve their health and wellness goals through a balanced approach and now as an integrative nutrition health coach. In today's episode, we're going to talk about nutrition for hormone balance. Hormones are involved in a number of key bodily processes related to our health. When our hormone balance is disrupted, many aspects of health, such as libido, energy, metabolism, mood, sleep, and digestion become compromised. So welcome, Robin. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to have you back on the show, and I'm really excited about our topic today because hormone imbalance is the key in our world, especially us as women, men too. But I feel me as being a woman, I'm really hormonal, especially <laughs> especially as I'm getting older. I don't know what's going on, Robin. What's happening with me? I think, you know what, like girls experience hormone changes from the moment they hit puberty till the end of their lives. So sometimes it, I just think it's <laughs> my kids or the husband. <laughs> It's not me, is it me? We carry it throughout our lives, you know. <laughs> we we you know, women feel it really deeply, some more than others. Yeah. But uh but I mean men too, for sure. I mean hormones play a really imp- important role in, in every system in our bodies. So it's not just the ladies. No, absolutely. All right, not. all right. Now no. now I have an excuse <laughs> for the husband too. <laughs> yep. So let's talk about hormonal health. Yeah. Tell us about it. Well, you know, again, some people mm-hmm. think, you know, what what do I need to look at my hormones for? You know, can't I just take a pill for it? <laughs> and sure, you know, some people, when they've got hormonal imbalances, you know, taking a pill works for them. You know, I'm not going to diss that. You know, I just say each to their own. We're all bio-individual. What works for one is going to not necessarily work for another. But I always believe that we need to understand our bodies and understand how they work. And if we can, you know, and we can start listening to our bodies better, then we should be able to, 
you know, help our bodies to functional to function more optimally as well. And that comes down to our hormones too. And you mentioned some people pills will work and some people won't. Some people maybe one pill to support them while they're doing other things that is helping them. So there's so many different hormones. We can take one or two medicines or somebody can take four or five medicines. It just depends on that person. Yeah. And and some people really can't actually take any hormones. Um, you know, if you're talking about the oral contraceptive pill, um, those are synthetic hormones. Um, you know, if you're somebody who does not metabolize, you know, those hormones optimally, then taking in synthetic hormones is definitely not the way to go for you. Are you referring to birth control pills? Yes. Okay, I just want to make sure because <laughs> not everybody knows that term yes sorry okay so birth control pills oral yes. contraceptives is another yes. name for it that's um, right that's right i've you know as i was growing up my mom never allowed me to take birth control pills mm -hmm. i guess i don't know if it's a culture thing she was always afraid of how it was going to affect me in other ways mm -hmm. which could have turned out bad too but I never took them. So I never, I never experienced how they can affect someone. Yeah. And, you know, because we're all by individual, we've all got very different uh, genes and, you know, some women, they are, they're able to metabolize, to break down those, those hormones in a healthy way, but some women are, are unable to. And because they're unable to metabolize or break them down in, in a healthy way, they're unable to get rid of the byproducts from the breakdown of those hormones. And that actually leads to certain symptoms like PMS type of symptoms, um, you know, sore breasts and moodiness and weight gain, um, you know, water retention, these types of things. So, you know, like I said, what works for one doesn't necessarily work for another. You know, you can, you can simply get a genetic test done these days to see how well you break down those hormones. And I'm speaking specifically of estrogen. If you are a poor estrogen metabolizer, you know, then taking the pill or a, a specific type of pill is not necessarily going to agree with you. And in some instances actually can increase risks for certain cancers as well. So, you know, these are things that, you know, should definitely be discussed with uh, that lady's gynecologist. I'm certainly not here to make any medical recommendations by any means, but, you know, knowing what's out there and again, knowing your body. So in your profession, somebody can come to you as you, you're working with the person, you will work with them to help them understand what kind of things they should find out for themselves depending on their specific situation and you can guide them and tell them where they can find different tests and then they would go to their how does it work would they go to their gynecologist and then come to you with the blood work report can you go over that with them as part of what you do or how can you help them so I can help them and guide them to make sense of some of the information that they've received. I'm not allowed to make medical recommendations, but, you know, really, if we get back down to what the basics are, you know, which 
this is what I want to actually go through with you. Some basics for helping you to balance out your hormones okay. are very simple things that, that I think everyone can do, you know, on a day-to-day -day basis. Okay. The first thing is, you know, crowding out really highly processed foods. I mean, we know, especially here in the U.S., the, the typical American diet has a lot of processed carbohydrates. And, you know, with, with all of the, the processed foods um, and, and high sugary foods, there tends to be a lot more inflammation in the body. And that throws out your hormones. We then, it, you know, it's so easy to pick up weight as well, um, which again throws out your hormones and increases your insulin levels. And all of these impact, you know, Im can impact your, your sexual health and impact your fertility as well. So, you know, crowding out those highly processed foods by, say, adding in better options, adding in more fruit and vegetables, you know, more whole foods, you know, getting back to, to nature. I always recommend trying to eat the rainbow. When you're having very different, um, different colors of fruit and vegetables, you're taking in different nutrients and different antioxidants. And all of those together reduce your inflammation. So I'm not saying don't ever have, you know, a candy bar, don't ever have a slice of pizza. I'm just saying, you know, it's not advisable to have it every day. All the time. And right. that's all you have. Yeah. And you're not conscious about it. Yeah. You're just saying, start cutting out the processed foods. You're not having as much of it and try to replace it. And with more. Colorful and more of the good foods stuff. And more of the good yeah. stuff. To make it more balanced yes. so that you are slowly incorporating um, healthier foods to make yourself feel better. Exactly. And a healthier lifestyle. Exactly. For example, when I go shopping and I look at the ingredients and simple things like mayonnaise, ketchup, you know, those things that I have to buy, but I want to make a smarter choice. Mm-hmm. You know, I've learned not to buy anything with hydrogenated oil. Yeah, hydrogenated oil. Is that, sorry, yeah. hydrogenated <laughs> oil. So if I see Do you know that, what that is? Do you know what it is? I don't. Okay. So let me tell you quickly what that is. Okay. So the food industry has taken a liquid, a liquid oil. Okay. So it's usually like a sunflower oil. They've added extra hydrogen to it and they've made it solid, like a, like a block of brick margarine right it's really cheap for them it extends the shelf life of that food okay but it's really really bad for us and it's the number one reason why people have got increased cholesterol um, and heart disease is because of those hydrogenated vegetable fats uh, which are called trans fats wow i did not know that and all of your processed goods your cakes your baked uh, cookies your baked muffins um you know, all of that stuff that sits on the shelf that never seems to go, you know, never seems to go off. It's because of those hydrogenated vegetable oils. Awesome. Yeah. So I don't buy anything with that. And yeah. along with that, I don't buy anything with palm oil yeah. or any like seeded oils. Yeah. Oh, that was the other one. Palm kernel oil. Palm kernel oil. Yep. I know it's not good, but yep. what is it exactly? Well, you can get it in, in peanut butters as well. Have a look yeah. at the ingredients. What about Nutella? That's our favorite <laughs> thing. Nutella, it has palm oil. Yeah. It's terrible for you. So I started finding Nutella 
not the brand Nutella, but you know, at the Whole Foods store, you can actually buy a Nutella version, but a different company that doesn't have palm oil. I make my own. <laughs> oh my God. We're going to, I'm going to post your recipe it's in the, the notes. It's the easiest thing. It's easy. And it's so delicious. And my six-year-old eats it like, oh, mommy's homemade Nutella. Okay. You know what? <laughs> I've, you know what I'm going to do? Yeah. I'm going to buy Nutella. <laughs> I'm going to empty that bottle, not by eating it. I'm just going <laughs> to empty it out. I'm going to use your recipe i'm gonna put yeah. it in the bottom i'm gonna see if my family notices the difference <laughs> you try that i'm gonna try that okay, so and also like i learned so i've tried i've been trying to teach myself to be healthier like you're saying to start incorporating yeah. and talking about oils real quick i've learned to only cook on avocado oil or coconut oil yeah because i've learned that cooking on other oils isn't great so what my point is, is that all these different foods that we buy at the grocery stores, it's important to learn all the bad ingredients and try to stay away from them and start replacing those with better foods. Right. And maybe I'll, maybe we'll add a list of some of the things that aren't so good yeah. under the podcast notes so the yeah. listeners can get a little bit of a view of what they can learn by yeah. working with you. Right. And, and I think, you know, just um, in light of our hormones, why going for good quality fats is important is because if you think about, you know, every single cell in our body is surrounded by a cell membrane and that membrane is made up of fat. Now, when we are, when we're taking fat in from our diet, if they're, if it's not a good quality fat, like the trans fat, trans fats have a very um, rigid structure and that gets incorporated into the cell membrane which means the cell membrane stops behaving and stops functioning optimally cell membranes are meant to help the cells to get rid of the toxins and to help the nutrients to enter the cells so if you've got cell membranes that are not functioning properly okay and they're going to have they're going to be really rigid you're going to end up with really rigid tissues as well and, and and rigid organs as well so your hormones you know hormones are are also being formed with some of these fats as well so you're not going to be having <laughs> you're not going to have a body that that functions very optimally if you're going to be taking in bad quality fats well, those are some great suggestions <laughs> okay um, you know, they've found also that, you know, people that don't take in good quality fats in their diet, it's also linked to uh, poor skin health. You know, some women who get ovarian cysts um, and, and other really, you know, poor hormone conditions and, and health issues um, are actually exacerbated by really, you know, bad fats. In our diet now what about vitamins well you for know hormonal health do you do you feel it's important and i think it's important but you know you're more of the professional in this world people like to see online oh you need to take vitamin d vitamin k vitamin a this and that but do you think it's important for someone to get their blood work done to see their hormonal level i think when it comes to taking the right type of vitamins 
So I think somebody needs to work with their, um, with their dietitian um, or their nutrition therapist with that. I would not be ordering any of those tests. They're welcome to go and have them done. Um, especially for vitamin D. I mean, you, you shouldn't just be going and taking huge doses. You need to actually measure what your vitamin D levels are. You can overdose on that. Yeah. Vitamin D is a fat soluble. It'll build up in the liver. Most of us are actually deficient in vitamin D, (laughs) funny enough. And it has a huge impact on overall inflammation in the body, brain health, mood, and your immune system. So, you know, when your vitamin D levels are low, you know, you might run into those sort of problems, but have it tested and then, you know, speak with, with your practitioner to, um, to supplement them, but start off first, you know, looking at the basics, which is a balanced diet, right? you know, taking in good quality fats, um, good quality lean proteins, uh, eating the rainbow with lots of fruit and vegetables, whole foods, and and crowding out, you know, some of the, you know, less healthy foods, and including, you know, better better choices, stocking up your grocery cupboard with good options, and you know, and maybe preparing little snacks in advance so that. When you're hungry and you want a snack, you don't go to the bad stuff because it's easily accessible, but throwing some snacks in your purse that are healthier so that, or put it in your car and so that you have these healthy snacks when you're hungry, because it's easy to be like, oh my God, I don't have time. I don't have time to run into the store. I'm just going to go through the drive-through to get a snack. Oh yes. And that's what we do. Cause you know, in this society, we're running, 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 running. We don't mm-hmm. have time. Mm-hmm. So I think that's important is to like plan ahead. That's it. Yeah. Meal planning, meal prepping um, really does help so much. I mean, there, there's, there are a whole lot of people out there that spend at least one day a week on their meal prepping and meal planning. Yeah. I say <laughs> um, I'm going to do it every week. And, you know, but again, what <laughs> works for one is not going to work for someone else. Right. Um, but I think being mindful of it, um, stocking up on those, on those good snacks is, is step one. And maybe, you know, if it's helpful for you, make a list of what are some good options for snacks and, you know, stick it on your fridge. So the next time you think, oh, you know, I need a snack, but I don't know what to have, you know, have a look at your list then. And you made it yourself. So you're more likely to, to choose those foods on it. Right. And maybe share those snacks, like with the other people in your household. Because it's hard when you're by yourself doing it, but then everybody else is not following. You're trying to be healthier and the people around you that you live with and you eat with don't do that. So maybe trying to introduce that to the people that you're with all the time yeah you know just to get that support yeah no support is is so crucial so so crucial well sounds good thank you so much for being (laughs) on the show with us today Um, thanks michelle we're so happy that you came and we look forward to talking to you again and let's tell everybody how they can reach you so we can find you online. Your business is Your Integrative Nutrition Health Coach. 
Your phone number is 727-378-2177. Um, you're on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and your email is yourinhealthcoach at gmail.com. So if you want to find Robin, there's many ways that you can reach out to her. She is happy to have a free phone consultation with you. And thank you for listening to the show today. Until next time. If you found today's episode informative and thought-provoking, please consider subscribing to the Forbidden Fruit Podcast to stay tuned for more engaging discussions and insightful guests. If you have any questions, thoughts, or suggestions, don't hesitate to reach out through our social media channels or email. Your feedback is incredibly valuable. Before we go, let's remember that embracing our desires, consent, communication, and mutual respect are the cornerstones of a fulfilling and healthy sexual journey. Thank you for joining us on this episode of The Forbidden Fruit. Until next time, stay curious, stay safe, and keep that passion alive.